Hey, welcome to We Live Out a Planet. How are you doing? I'm your host, Patrick. Oh, I, I wished I was in Jamaica right now hearing that music. Makes me wish I was back in Jamaica. Jamaica was awesome. Hey, it's November 1st, Friday, 2019. This is episode 344. Holy moly, donut shop. A lot of them in the can. It is really breezy here right on the lake shores of Lake Ontario and upstate New York in the fine city of Oswego, New York. 32 miles per hour, winds are out of the west, southwest, and I mean, it's whipping. It really is. When you're standing outside, it sounds like a, a truck going by almost. It's only 44 degrees, feels like 33. Highs are going to be about 45 degrees Fahrenheit in the, like I said, fine city of Oswego, New York. If you want to call it a city, it is, technically. Man, whipping though. It's so weird how our earth is because it's so windy right now. I can't imagine if that was like our climate all the time, how weird it would be because like the trees are bending and the what's left of leaves. We still actually have quite a bit. I'm surprised. But what's left of them, they're just blowing and it's just havoc. And you realize the power of the wind and with they the way the houses are here in any city, it's hitting the houses and then blowing around that and swirling and hitting the next house and swirling and blowing and being directed all kinds of ways. It's pretty neat. Pretty neat. Our climate and weather and all that stuff's pretty fascinating sometimes. We just take it for granted. We live and go day by day and my wife and I were out walking the other day on the river right here in Oswego and um, it was just like the climate was just perfect. It wasn't too hot, too cold. I had a light jacket on, but I could could have either had it on or off. Either way, it felt fine. And the way a breeze kept coming up along the river was just like perfect. It wasn't constant, but it was perfect. And I I looked at my wife and I was like, wouldn't it be awesome if you could just have weather like this all the time? Like always. I th- You'd get sick of it just like anything. Maybe you wouldn't, but it was just perfect. And she's like, yeah, wouldn't that be great if, you know, we're, I wonder if there's any places like that. And I was like, I go, well, kind of, there is. And what I thought of was my time at, uh, in Southern California in Dana Point. But right now, Southern California, oh my God, my hearts are out to you guys. Any of my listeners out in Southern California, please, I hope you're safe. Be safe. California is just on fire. Speaking of winds, how it's whipping here. At least we're not dealing with the winds there. and It's just terrible. California's been just on fire a lot lately. It's crazy what what happens in our time of the earth and how things change just everything does my buddy kt there's a name i haven't talked about in a long time kevin touch somebody i met way long ago when i started anchor and found anchor he um he's really into instagram and promoting people and he contacted me the other day through his instagram promotions and uh 
asked, you know, wanted me to be involved in a promotion that he does at the end of the year. And he asked me a series of questions. And he's just real organized and stuff. The kid's doing a great job. And one of the questions was, I can't quite remember, I'm paraphrasing. It was like, what's one thing that you wish people knew about or believed? And mine was climate change. Because it's, some people just don't believe it. And some people do. It's weird. We're, I never talk history, or of course I talk history. <laughs> I, I never talk politics on We Live on a Planet. This is episode 344. And what I'm about to say right now isn't even political. It's historical, since I do like talking about history. We're living in historic times right now. We really are. It's, I, it's weird how divided, you know, we are. It's like half and half here in America, how people feel. It's very strange to me. Just not even that, just other things that are going on. I, don't know, I was watching a show the other day, uh, National Geographic, and it was um, the 80s, the decade that defined us. And it talked all about the 1980s, and they had some famous people talking. Uh, they said that in, you know, 100 years or 500 years, they'll be writing in the history books about the 1980s. And I lived in the 80s and fortunate enough to grow up in the 80s. And the 80s was a good time. The 80s was a different time and a good time. But a lot of things were happening in the 80s. You know, Berlin Wall has fallen. All kinds of, all kinds, just all kinds of Tiananmen Square. But right now, we're living in a historic time as well. And and they'll write about this in the history books. They really will. I like to think things like that. I like to just think, share ideas. I want to share other things with you. We'll do that. And much, much more. Once we take a short little break, we'll come right back. Thanks for being here. I'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. Thank you. All right. I was rooting around like I normally do. And uh, I like to always just share quotes. It helps me. I don't always follow them. That's for sure. But uh, hey, at least if it comes across my tongue, maybe it will help me to uh, practice it. This is from Napoleon Hill. And I was like, who's Napoleon Hill? So before I share the quote, I just wanted to share who Napoleon Hill was. So I Googled him. And uh, Oliver Napoleon Hill, he was born October 26, 1883, died November 8, 1970. He was an American self-help author. He is known best for his book, Think and Grow Rich, 1937, which is among the 10 best-selling self-help books of all time. Hill's work insisted that fervid, fervid expectations are essential to improving one's life. I've never read a self-help book. Never have. Maybe I should pick one up sometime. But I never have. But this is what he said, and I liked this one. Don't wait. The time will never be just right. Napoleon Hill. 
How true is that? Of how many things that you can just really think of. Mine, as soon as I read that, the don't wait, the time will never be just right, I instantly thought like uh, of like a young couple maybe wanting to have a baby or get married or whatever it might be. And uh, you'll have like their family members, half the family, oh, you better wait. You want to get this in order and this in order. And then you'll have, you know, the other handful that says, you know what, don't wait. The time will never be just right. If you wait to have a kid, you'll never have one because the time will never be just right. It never will. So you don't wait, just kind of go, I guess, is what Napoleon Hill is saying. Crazy that this book was written way back then and it's still considered one of the top 10 self-help books. We got a lot of self-help gurus out there nowadays. A lot of, I talked about it not that long ago, I'm sure like they call them influencers now. But it's weird how sometimes you'll hear about influencers and then like a scandal. There's always some scandal going on. I think there's always been scandal since the time of anybody that was anybody. What should we do? Do you want to do a fact or do you want to head on over to the History Channel's website? What should we do? I got phone calls too. I, I'm excited about getting those. I love hearing from you guys. So thank you for contacting me and taking time out of your day. Because we're always just busy. We're go, go, go. Everybody always is. So if you, to take that couple, you know, minutes out of your day or however long it took you to uh, to do that, I appreciate it. I always love hearing from me. It's inspiring. It keeps me going. And plus, I just like that ability. We, we've lost that, like, connection and contact with one another. Everything's text or whatever. And so to have, like, voice, it feels fun. And plus, it's archived. I really have this fantasy that's, you know, we talk about history all the time here and somebody's going to stumble across we live on a planet someday and listen to this nonsense and uh, your voice will be heard. Oh, you know what? Before we even do like history or facts or anything, how was your, how did you guys, well, depending on where you are, it was Halloween yesterday. But it rained a lot here in Oswego. I feel bad for those kids. It was pouring. But how was it? Did you have fun? I had fond memories of Halloween when I was a kid. I think we only got maybe a total of five groups. Like five times we had to get the door. And right when you're getting it, there's like a group behind that kid. But not many kids. So we have a lot of candy. Okay, but what I was going to say is I have a lot of memories and it brings me like my brain works of weird since I was talking about how phone calls and other things will be archived. It brings me to a Halloween memory of when I was a little kid. My, was she, I think my kindergarten or first grade teacher, Mrs. Emerson was her name. And she was like really old when she was my teacher, you know, and then family members would be like, she was my teacher. You know what I mean? One of these teachers that just lived forever type feeling. And uh, she was very strict, very stern, but very loving and very nurturing and teaching. And uh, well, especially outside, but of her, of her classroom, because on Halloween, she lived right near the middle, uh, right near the elementary school that I went to. And you would go visit her place. And when you went in, she had like a little a podium or whatnot with a book open and you had to sign your name 
and you would get like a homemade popcorn ball and maybe a, and I think a nickel from her. And she was really friendly and nice, but yet you were real nervous walking in there because she was always so strict. You wanted to be on your best behavior. And I think about that book and uh, the names that are written in it and if it still exists. Because I can remember too, you would write in it and then she would flip from the past Halloween and have you look at your penmanship from the prior year to see how well you had advanced if you had. And if you hadn't, she might even friendly, gently remind you, you better work on your penmanship. So I've always really liked my penmanship and probably because of her. I still, you know, write in cursive, though. We've lost that, like writing, writing in cursive. But it brings me that memory of just history and stuff. So Mrs. Emerson sparked something in me, something that I didn't even really realize, I guess, that deep down, 40, almost 50 years later, I'm thinking, hey, how cool is it that you guys are helping me archive something? And All right, well, enough of that, right? <laughs> Um, okay, let's take a quick break because I got to fuel back up on some coffee. It's Friday morning for me. It's not Friday morning for you, maybe. Maybe it is. But I'm going to fuel up on some coffee. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. And we'll uh, learn some things. Why not? Welcome back. Thank you for joining me. I promise not to sip my coffee while I'm talking to you. I've done that before. I don't mean to. But it's like that so cliche of like a uh, <laughs> like an NPR type <laughs> radio show from that I sometimes fantasize that I have here. And they're just somebody sipping a coffee. And good times, good times. All right. Um, yeah, so I rooted around. I wanted to learn something and just kind of do a mental workout, lift some weights in my brain. I went to thefactsite.com because I Google, I'm feeling curious. I don't know. It's not working anymore. So I, I'm glad I stumbled across thefactsite.com. It's, it works pretty good, I think, for the needs of my curiosity. And this one was neat to me because I'm a gamer. And if you follow the show, you know that I've been gaming ever since Pong. And then... Atari, but this is uh, the United States Navy has started using Xbox controllers for their periscopes. Yeah, it's because the control sticks for the periscope is so complicated that using an Xbox controller reduces the learning time from hours to minutes. Another bonus, Xbox controllers cost about $37,980 less than a periscope controller. I think that's neat that, you know, uh, young people in our armed forces are using that type of technology. Because think about the people that are serving in our armed forces. A lot of them are just kids, young. And I'm not saying that in disrespect, you know, but young people. My daughter... 12 years in the Air Force, and I still think of her as a kid, and she's not, but, you know, what better to put in their hand 
and say, here you go. And they don't have to be like, what button does what? You don't have to tell a gamer what circle button or X button or or if you're playing PlayStation, triangle button or square button. You know where they are. You just know. You don't have to look down and be told where right bumper is or D-pad. They got it. You got it. So that is kudos to you, United States Navy. I mean, I think that's a brilliant idea. Why not do what they know? I think that, like, flying a drone or something would be, oh, a little late on the Xbox. So flying a drone would be probably the same for these people. I don't know what the technology is like that, but. I have a HOTUS, which is a hand-on throttle and stick controller that's for my Xbox, and it it works just like a um, a flight. Well, not just like it, but very similar. I feel like if I was in a plane, and all of a sudden everybody gets knocked out or something, or I wake up on a plane and I don't know some weird thing. I, I, in a way, I feel like I could land it. Maybe I couldn't, but I feel like I could. Maybe that's just my <laughs> high hopes. Let's um, head on over to the History Channel's too website. I do like the History Channel's website. It's been a little glitchy lately. I don't know if it's my internet connection, but I thought this one was kind of neat. On this day, the Sistine Chapel. I hate saying that. I struggle with words. Sistine Chapels ceiling opens to the public in Rome one of Michelangelo's finest works but he, it took quite a few years like almost four years he finished it in 1512 I've never seen anything like that that'd be pretty neat some of my listeners are from you know live out all over the world and probably been like oh yeah I've seen that plenty of times my friends there's beauty all over the place 1993, European Union goes into effect, the EU. All stuff's going on that with, with my friends over across the pond, too, in Britain right now. Crazy how time's just changing. Weird. Legendary, uh, 1924, legendary Western lawman is murdered, William Tillman. On November 1st, he was murdered by a corrupt prohibition agent who resented Tillman's refusal to ignore lo- local bootlegging operations. He was 71 years old. <laughs> what else do we have? Oh, 1952. Oh, Cold War history. The United States tests its first hydrogen bomb. Whew. Civil War. Our American Civil War. McClellan race replaces Scott. 1861, so right at the beginning of our American Civil War. And then, speaking of wars, our American Revolutionary War. The seven, in 1765, Parliament enables the Stamp Act. And that's once that, that just ignited everything, really. It really did. Britain was, their operations in America, defense and everything, had really just kind of sucked them dry during the French and Indian War, you know, like in 1754 through 63 and then Pontiac's Rebellion which took right place 
and my back door, you know, my footstep, they visited uh, Fort Ontario before printing. So, yeah, all that kind of stuff kind of sucked them dry. And then all of a sudden the Stamp Act, that just really ignited everything. And then we uprose. And then really what pretty, pretty much set us was uh, the War of 1812. Us little snot-nosed Americans stood up to the British once again. Glad we're not fighting with them anymore. A great ally. No. All right. What are we going to learn next before we open uh, the phone line? Oh, that's right. Wanna, might as well. Word of the day. I need to strengthen my vocabulary because I, I have a trouble speaking sometimes. I've never heard. Maybe I've heard this word, but I, don't, I can't picture anybody uh, using this word. But it happens all the time in today's society. People are this word. Here we go. Rejoinder. Rejoinder. Yeah, people are rejoinders, ers, all the time. Rejoinder means a quick reply, especially one is clever or rude. Usually rude. Usually rude nowadays. Here's an example. If someone asks you a silly question, well, this one's clever. This one's not rude. But it, it says, if someone asks you a silly question like, are you painting? When you're holding a paint can and a paint brush, your rejoinder could be, no, I'm just doing my nails. But usually people's rejoinders are not very friendly. So we learned a day, we learned something. I think that was kind of fun. Let's hear from you guys. I would love, love, love to hear from you guys. So let's open up the phone lines and then uh, I think we'll finish up the show. Thanks for joining me on this Friday, November 1st. I do appreciate it. We'll be right back. Hello. Hi, Patrick. Thank you for calling and giving me some feedback on my podcast today about, um, you know, how we're feeling on the inside and that it's different for each person and how to overcome, you know, whatever our addiction is from food to smoking to drugs to drinking, you know, um, thank you. You encouraged me. Uh, I don't get a lot of phone calls, so it's always very exciting to me when the little red button says, oh, you have a message. I'm like a little kid at Christmas. I'm like, oh, I got a message. I got a message. So I wanted to say thank you, and it is so great to have you back on the airways. I have missed you, and it's nice to have you joining me as I do my dishes and fold my laundry in the morning. Have a great day, Patrick, and thanks again for calling in. This is Lisa, One Sister's Journey, keeping it real. Hey, man, I appreciate it. It's been a while since I heard from you. Happy to see everything's all well. Happy to see you're back to producing podcasts regularly. I'm trying to get things back in the swing myself. But, uh, no, I'm doing good. I appreciate the support. And really, even though that episode kind of had a really morbid, depressed undertone to it, it was one of empowerment. Um, for me, anytime I can achieve a new insight within the way that I operate or some of my behaviors and the conditioning that created them, it's always a, 
positive thing. So, I'm doing well. No worries. Happy to hear from you, and I'm sure we'll talk soon. Hello, Patrick from California. This is Lisa, yes, El Michelle right here. I just wanted to um, really say thank you for, um, you know, telling others about my podcast. That was really nice. And sharing what I had to share with you. And thank you again for um, being you and for sharing what you do with your podcast. And I wanted to say, don't feel so bad. All of us out here that are listening, and especially we other podcasters, but I think listeners as well, understand, it's right, life, you said it, life happens, and uh, yeah, we, we know, we get it, forgive, forgive yourself, actually there's nothing to forgive yourself for really, it's, it's what you needed to do, you needed to take the time for yourself. Groovy. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. If you guys want to contact me, you can contact me too. WLOAP.com. Once again, WLOAP.com. There's a little phone icon. Just tap that. It will bring you right to my voicemail. You can leave me a voice at mail that way. Or if you're using the Anchor app, pretty simple. You know how to do it. It was great to hear from my friends. So we heard from my friend Lisa. She's got a podcast, One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. Lisa's a friend of mine from, geez, ever since Mrs. Emerson's class. <laughs> I was talking about her earlier, and I caught one of her episodes, her Monday episode, and it was, how do you feel on the inside? And I gave her a buzz and gave her a little bit of feedback, and she's right. If getting phone calls does feel great, and getting feedback's awesome. It really does. It feels good. And we also heard from Mike Pratt, the beast within me. I caught one of his episodes. It was, it's always a discipline problem, which he talked about. And I think a lot of times that is our problems, which he was t- just talking a little bit about on his podcast. And Mike and I have, uh, geez, almost since the beginning of Anchor as well, I've, I've been going with Mike. And he did a uh, 24-hour Anchor-a-thon before, and he got a bunch of podcasters together. And that guy just did a gauntlet and did 24 hours of podcasting and I was the first one to start off his first 24-hour anchorthon before and that was a lot of fun so thanks for letting me do that Mike and thanks for calling I'm glad I was able to call into your place and it makes it easy to just be able to call in and we also heard from Lisa my friend Lisa Michelle just got a podcast woke with love daily podcast and stay safe out in California I talked about California earlier and then Lisa about my hiatus because I talked on Mondays about just being gone you know I've been doing this for a while and you know you guys come back and you listen to me and like Lisa my friend from one sister's journey was talking she does the dishes and listens to me and other people you know I had a friend uh Stephen Wright from um oh what the heck his name is Stephen's podcast right now it's a random world Yes, and he one time asked me and asked my listeners, what do you do while you're listening to We Live on a Planet? I thought that was a good question, so thanks, Lisa, for telling me. And thank you guys for just giving me time to ramble with you. I appreciate it, you know, and it's going to be a new year soon, and I'm looking forward to 2020 and 
the possibilities of what we live on a planet can bring me. Who knows? It's always changing, evolving this show. Sometimes I'll really just go off on talking about my sobriety for a while, and maybe that's on the forefront, and I'm thinking about that. And Other times it's about my mental health struggles. And I'll be talking about that soon because I got some changes coming up with uh, my doctors that I'm going to be seeing and all that kind of stuff and try to balance things out better and try not to keep living in this. Well, no, I'm not trying to, but something to get out of this uh, funk that I've been in. I don't know, uh, just an adjustment with some meds and whatever needs to happen. But uh, it does make me think about any, you know all kinds of things that I have this new year to talk about and I can't wait to share them with you. Share your thoughts and ideas with me. I'd love to hear from you. Once again, once you head on over my website too, it's an easy way to find all my um, social media platforms if you want to find me out there on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, wherever you might choose. All right, my friends, have a great weekend. I'm really looking forward to talking to you guys Monday. Peace, my friends.